Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 320 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today and apologies again uh, for no episode yesterday. Uh, This seems to be happening more often recently, I'm not sure why. Um, Just a number of things happening yesterday which made it difficult uh, for me to record. But plan will be similar to last week that I will do the episode today which I would have normally done on the Monday. And then I'll kind of do a slightly larger episode tomorrow to catch up uh, with the Come Follow Me materials for this week. So um, please stay with us today and then join us tomorrow uh, for uh, the three minor prophets that we're going to be looking at this week. Uh, Nahum, uh, Habakkuk and Zephaniah. So we're going to be looking at some, again, some prophets that we probably won't have talked about very much, but... Uh, if you haven't listened to last Monday's episode, or last Tuesday, technically it was, uh, episode 313, uh, Faith in the Saviour Through Difficult Times, then I strongly suggest you go and listen to that one, because this episode is kind of the lead on from that, uh, sharing what I talked about in my state conference talk. Uh, if you remember last time I talked about building relationship with the Saviour, about Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego and about how uh, their experience in the furnace uh, is an example of how the Saviour walks with us through our difficulties and not only can offer protection but he is with us through those difficulties as well. And so now uh, I'll continue on here. Um, At this point in the talk I shared a personal experience and many of your listeners will know about our son uh, and his um, diagnosis of uh, acute lymphoblastic leukemia. I mean, if you've been a long time listener, you will have been listening when I shared the news on the day it happened. Um, and it was, and it is still a, a big uh, impact in our lives. In the talk, I, I go on to share uh, what happened. So in the weeks leading up to the, to the date of his diagnosis, our son who had been baptised a few months before, had started to become more tired, particularly in his legs. He was taken to the doctors, who suggested that this may be a symptom of him being anemic, and ordered for some blood tests to be done in a, 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 in a few weeks' time. But as that following week progressed, things became more worse. He wouldn't be able to go up the stairs without becoming out of breath, and whilst our steep steps in our terraced house are indeed formidable, Uh, This was out of character for him. Uh, We waited patiently for the medical professionals to conduct their blood test, but on the morning of Sunday the 28th of February 2021, uh, it was enough. Josh was sick um, for the second time in a few days, and my wife felt a prompting that we had to get him to the hospital straight away. So uh, she took him in my parents' car, as our car typically decided to break down on on that morning uh, in that rush to get him there. And upon arrival, it was revealed that he was living off 38% of the oxygen in his blood that his body required. Uh, the doctors were stunned to see how pre- present, presenting how healthy he was. Any lower than this, his vital organs would, st- would be seriously close to failure. And after three blood transfusions, it was discovered uh, and it was told to us that uh, he had acute lymphoblastic leukemia. Nothing, of course, could prepare for that news that your young son who'd grown up so well and so healthy had suddenly now got his life on the line. 
Um, the following couple of days were the most were some of the most difficult. Uh, without a prognosis at that moment, uh, there was a lot of uncertainty around what exactly this uh, diagnosis meant for him and our family. Uh, and with COVID precautions in place, only one of us could be with him. So over the next month or so, as Josh, as as our son began his most intensive stage of treatments being held as an inpatient at the hospital. My wife and I were separated uh, for, for a month, one at hospital, whilst the other trying trying to run things at home and swapping over whenever we could. Uh, we don't know how he copes to this day. Loving gestures of charity sustained us from family, friends, colleagues and fellow members. Uh, I look back and I wonder how we kept things together, making life as normal as possible for our daughter. Uh, many people would say things like, uh, they don't know how they don't know how we're doing it, and we were just as stunned as everyone else about how we were doing it. Uh, we were almost in a trance, moving from each day to the next. Looking back, we know that we were sustained by by the by our saviour. Whether it was by the loving hands of others, the strength to continue on, or the overwhelming feelings of the spirit that we receive when hearing the testimonies of others, Christ was with us through this time. Um, but then. As uh, our son was released from his first month of treatment to return home, things became even more scary. Uh, within 48 hours, he had two seizures, one of which had to be stopped medically, uh, and he was put into intensive care. Um, it was down to the mercy and grace of our saviour that these seizures happened whilst he was in a hospital for a checkup, um, and it was discovered that the medicines that was keeping our son alive, because um, he was in remission by this stage, had now caused a blood clot on his brain, which would require blood-thinning injections into his legs twice a day for several months. But we'd just have to wait to see what would happen after that. And so on that morning of hearing that news, um, I couldn't drive myself into the hospital to see him. I had to ask someone to take me. I couldn't trust myself driving in. Up to this point, we'd wondered and asked, why him? Why did he have to go through all this? Um, we didn't know. Uh, once Josh was woken up from the sedation, he was put under for 24 hours, whether he would wake up the same. And it is at this moment that we had to instinctively rely on the Saviour. At this point, at the most difficult, you know, rock bottom time, that we didn't really have a choice to rely on the Saviour or not. It wasn't a conscious decision anymore. It was the years of spiritual preparations and fortifications that had to bear the strain of that decision. I don't remember consciously uh, deciding that we would stay faithful to the Saviour, that we'd ask for his help um, and, and get on our knees and all these things. It it just became a automatic pleading to heaven, an automatic um, relying on the Saviour to help us in that moment because I didn't have the mental capacity <laughs> To, to call up to heaven to, to ask for help in that moment. Um, that's why building that relationship with the Saviour that I spoke about previously in the, in the talk was so important because we do not know when we will need it. We don't know when we will have our lives turned up in, as a furnace seven times stronger as it was for Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. Um, I then kind of skipped over the rest of Josh, of our son's uh, diagnosis. Um, he had to have a month of he, he he wasn't himself for the next month or so. Really not himself. Uh, a month long bout of norovirus uh, that his immunosuppressed body struggled to shift led to him requiring a feeding tube for a few months. 
Uh, he lost his hair for several months. Over 400 injections into his legs addressed the blood clot. Dozens of hospital admissions. Uh, chicken pox for the second time of his life. Uh, chemo med- medications daily since March 2021. He had to have physio because after the the prolonged period in hospital and the steroids that impacted his, his muscles, he, he couldn't walk properly. Uh, he had to have, um, a, yeah, well, he still has a wheelchair, but for the first bit, he had to have a wheelchair to help him get places and he had to have support going up the stairs. Um, a discovery of a, a condition called a vascular necrosis, uh, which meant his hip bone had been slowly decaying and now leaves him with a real possibility of needing a hip replacement once he finishes treatment, uh, once he's all clear, hopefully in 2024. But he is now halfway through, halfway through the journey uh, over halfway as of the 4th of November this year, which is a wonderful blessing. Now, looking at how long he's left of this episode, but also how long he's left of the talk to, to, to speak about, uh, this may end up being the longer episode today. So maybe we'll uh, end up just, you know, having five episodes of Come Follow Me this week. But what I wanted to finish with here is what do we know? What do we learn from this this experience? We still do not know and may well never know immortality why Joshua, why our son had to go through these things. Um, it's on one emotional night while staying over at my wife's parents that I was lying with him on, our, on his bed and he turned to me and asked, why did this have to happen to him? Uh, and in, with tears in my eyes, I turned to him and I answered that, of course, he hadn't done anything to, to deserve this. Uh, I shared with him the words of the Saviour when speaking to his disciples about the man who was blind from birth. He said in John nine, uh, chapter nine, verse two, neither have this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. In his most recent primary presentation talk, our son decided it was invited to share his testimony. Uh, in this, in in his first line, he shared, "Jesus is my beacon of hope." He speaks regularly about his leukemia, and even though it may be occasionally a little random, once. Uh, as he once left a, wait- a waitress in the Lake District lost for words with his openness, and he returned home from our recent ward activity, listing the new people that he had shared his news with. Uh, he has left many in awe at how the Saviour can truly lift someone up despite immense difficulties, far more difficulties than a 10-year-old should ever face. Trials will come in our lives, dear listener. Um, many of you will be going through, I've had messages from individuals who listen to the podcast who are going through, at the very at this very moment, significant challenges of body and spirit, um, whether it's themselves or their family members. As with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the Savior will be there with you uh, through the flames, and he, you will emerge out of them. You will emerge out of them. Unlike the three youth, you may be singed and scorched in a few places, but emerge you shall. And you'll have invite. And if you have invited the Savior to be with you through those that, that furnace, you'll be changed for the better. When you feel that you've been thrown into a furnace and the heat has been increased seven times, plead with the Saviour to experience it with you. Uh, He has already felt the pains and the sufferings that you will experience. We have been blessed in our experience to this point to have our son's recovery from leukaemia go as well as it could in terms of the actual leukaemia, not the side effects necessarily. But your stories may not always run as smooth. There may be times that we have to say, but if not, as Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego did, and accept that perhaps the worst may happen. But one thing is constant and sure. With the Saviour with you, whether the worst happens or not, you'll be strengthened to emerge out of the furnace one day, perhaps in some very future day, 
changed, renewed, and whole. The Saviour knows us, he knows you, and he knows the intense difficulties that you go through, and the not-so-intense difficulties that you go through, uh, and he loves us enough to have gone through all of them with us, uh, well, to have gone through all of them so that he can go through with them with us, if we will just invite him to be with us, and have the faith um, to to rely on him in those difficult times, times of trial. Um, our story with our son is not yet done. You know, like I mentioned, he he is over halfway through his treatment, but that means he's got halfway to go. Um, you know, fortunately, it is the least intensive stage of his treatment. You know, the most intensive stage came at the start to get him into remission, and he was in remission after a month, like I mentioned. Um, and that has been again a, a glorious blessing for us. And all the statistics and all the numbers point to the fact that if he was in remission after the first month with the type of leukemia that he has, that it's very likely that he shouldn't go into remission. But of course, that it was very likely that our son shouldn't have got cancer, <laughs> to, to put it bluntly. Uh, the odds stated that he shouldn't have got cancer because, of course, of the number of children that do end up um, protracting uh, or being diagnosed with leukemia. Uh, the numbers are very small in terms of the number of children in the world. But he was one of the small numbers. So, you know, there is that still that worry that he may end up being one of the small numbers that it doesn't work out so well for. But all we can say is fortunately at this point uh, is that things seem to be okay. His regular checks indicate that things are still okay. And um, we just have to hope and pray that continues to be the case. But the overwhelming message is clear that the Saviour has been with us, supporting us, um, and whatever the whatever may come, that we need to put our trust in him because he will help us no matter what the difficulty or the outcome is. He can be with us to strengthen and support us, to help us get through these difficult times. In the very moments, it may not feel like it. We may shout to the heavens and question why. And it's actually interesting. We're going to have a one of the prophets this week uh, Habakkuk, it's going to be, has a very interesting experience with this about wrestling and questioning with the Lord. And so I'm looking forward to sharing that with you. Uh, but um, thank you so much for sharing this study time with us today. Please join us on the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me, or you can email uh, ldsstudysession at gmail.com. Thank you very much for your time for listening, and until we meet again. <laughs>